My name is Kelly Francoeur, and I am a student in cohort 58. And the two capstone projects that I worked on this year was one called Beauty Barter, and the second was All Things Bourbon. Okay, I can't wait to hear all about them and <laughs> what you've created and all of that good stuff. But first, life before NSS. What were you doing? How did you get connected to all this? Walk me through it, will you? Um, so before NSS, for the past 14 years, I have been in the beauty industry as a hairstylist. Um, I've worked in a handful of different facets of that. I've been behind the chair the majority of the time. I have worked as an educator in both salons and institutes. I have managed both salons and institutes. And for the past two years, I have owned my own studio uh, in the Nippers Corner area. Really? That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And then now what was it? that made you decide, hey, I'm ready for a change? Um, I had actually been thinking about NSS for a little while because one of my friends had gone through this program a few years prior, um, and she had come out of a more creative kind of job and was looking for a little bit more stability and just kind of different benefits and just kind of seeing how that progressed for her. I was very interested in it. Um, I've had a handful of clients who have actually gone through NSS. And so as I started kind of talking to people more about it, it just kind of really piqued my interest. And despite the fact that it does seem like, you know, hair and tech are vastly different, I was actually seeing a lot of similarities. Really? Um, I'm so well, excited to hear that. Yeah, tell me one or two. So I've, I've specialized in color um, mm. and particularly creative, uh, sorry, corrective colors, which basically means someone, you know, put black box dye on their hair. They tried to lighten it. Now it looks orange. They need it fixed. Oh my goodness. So that's, that's kind of been my main bread and butter and corrective colors. There's, there's a million different ways to get to the exact same point. There's going to be more effective ways, um, but you constantly have to have the bigger picture in mind. There's a lot of problem solving. You have to kind of be aware of if I do this, this will happen. If I do this, this will happen. What will be the sustainability and the longevity of this? Will there be issues later? What's the maintenance that's going to be needed? And as I was talking to people about code, it just it was a lot of similar problem solving and like kind of staying in what you're doing, but also keeping the big picture in mind at all times as far as the, the overall thing you're trying to create. Um, and I really like the problem-solving aspect of it. I like that there's a variety of different ways to get to the same end point. I've been really enjoying kind of learning the, the longer way to get there, and then here's how we get there a little shorter. Um, you know, color is a big... You need to know the rules to be able to break the rules. Um, and I've kind of found stuff very similar with code is you really have to, to know all the ins and outs and the whys before you can start doing other things or maybe shortening that process to get to something more efficient. Um, and I'm definitely not at the point of code as I am with color, but I'm excited to continue to learn and develop and deepen my knowledge just to really start kind of learning like the more efficient ways or, you know, the little like shortcuts or the kind of breaking the rules to get the end result that you need. Um, so I've actually found that it's, it's, it's a little bit similar, um, as far as like a problem solving aspect. Excellent. I always love to hear examples like what you just shared. No matter what someone's background is, there's always some really fascinating connections. And so I yeah. really appreciate you unpacking that and walking me through it. So let's talk about what you've been creating, your front end capstone. This is the first project capstone mm -hmm. that you do. What is it and how did you build it? 
Um, so my first project I had actually had in mind almost before I started uh, the, the program. So it's called Beauty Barter. And um, I wanted to create something that I would actually want to use and that a lot of my fellow um, professionals in the industry would want to use. So something that's a very common practice within my industry is that people will trade services with each other. Um, I trade with my esthetician. I trade with my massage therapist. Um, it's a great way to build each other's clientele. Um, it's a great way to get services for yourself because you kind of have a hard time doing that when you're in this industry. I've seen, especially post-COVID, a lot of professionals kind of going out on their own. Um, it's just a lot easier to control the sanitation, and you don't need to worry if your neighbor has COVID and you all have to shut down for two weeks. Um, so I've seen a lot of people kind of striking out on their own, and it makes it a lot harder to find people to barter with if you're not working in that full-service salon where everyone's just right there. Um, so I kind of wanted to create a spot for to create a community of people who want to barter with other people. Um, so it's just it allows people to create a profile, um, to post their work, to set their own prices and what they are willing to trade and what they would like in return. Um, so my goal was basically that it just at a little central hub where you can really meet other professionals, you can network, you can build your business, you can help build theirs, plus you can get all the services that you're looking to get and, you know, not really have to pay for it in the traditional sense that we can just share our talents with each other. That makes a lot of sense. And I love that you created something that you would actually want to use. So that had to have been really fun to imagine and dream it up. And then as you had the skills learned, you could build it. Oh, yeah. Um, I very much want to continue building that. It is something I would like to deploy in the real world. I already have a number of friends within the industry that would like to know when it's up and running so they could start oh using it. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, maybe um, you'll end up, I mean, they always say ABC, right? Always be coding. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people who mm -hmm. continue working on their capstone projects after they graduate. So maybe you'll be one of those. I'm hoping to. Well, tell me about the other one. This is the more recent, the back-end mm -hmm. full-stack capstone. What did you build here? Um, so this one was all things bourbon. Um, I had actually kind of misunderstood what our capstones were going to be initially. I thought the first one was the front end, and then the, the second one was basically building the server side to it. And then when I realized it was this whole other project, I kind of had this moment of like, oh, crap, I only really had one idea. So I just started listing out things that I like. And that list was started at bourbon and karaoke. And I couldn't figure out what to do with karaoke at the time. And I decided to create a website for bourbon uh, enthusiasts or aspiring bourbon enthusiasts, because in my mind, it is the only spirit worth drinking. Hey, there we go. And, and um, so I wanted to create something where people could learn as much as they want about it. They can learn about the different types of bourbon. They can learn where it came from, um, how it's come to be in the modern world. Um, and then they could also basically keep a personal log of there's a pretty extensive list of bourbons, of bourbon cocktails and distilleries. Um, so people can kind of create a personal log um, as they are trying different things of what they thought about it. They can rate it. They can leave comments. Um, it's really just for personal use as you're kind of trying to expand your knowledge and your collection of um, just so you have something to reference back to. Um, I do have plans to do a little bit more with it eventually. I would love for users to be able to interact with each other at some point. But for now, it's more just for, you know, a personal use of kind of keeping a record of the things you've tried and what you think about them. I love it. And that sounds like a real 
application that could be used today as well. So when you compare both of these, what did you enjoy the most? Was it more front end or back end? Or what do you think you might be enjoying doing more in the future? Um, I, I'm definitely more drawn to the front end. I get, I get more excited about doing that. Um, I think it's a lot of the creativity and design and just creating a user experience. Um, I think that just comes from years of being in kind of a customer service or service provider field, that client experience has always been something that's very important to me. So I like the creativity of design with front end. I like creating something for users that will be streamlined and, and easiest for them to use. But I do enjoy doing the back end too. There was a lot when creating this project that I didn't think I was gonna enjoy putting the back end together as much as I did. So I do tend to look more for front end positions, but I'm very open to doing something full stack as well. Um, um, I don't think I'd want to only do back end. I definitely want to have a hand in the front end, but I'm pretty open to either front end or full stack. It sounds great. It sounds like you are ready to rock and roll. You've got your demo day tomorrow. You've mm -hmm. completed this experience and we're all excited for you, the rest of your cohort, sending you all the best for the future. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that.